Hello, I am James from the technical blog of James, and today I'm going to give you an Oh My Vagrant demo that shows you how to use it to develop Dockerized apps. Now, Oh My Vagrant has Docker integration, and let me show how it works. So we're in a fresh clone of the Oh My Vagrant directory, and as you can see, nothing exciting is going on. Now, if we look in the ohmyvagrant.yaml file, we have basically the default file. Now, in this case, I want to change some variables, but I've pre-prepared um, a Docker file beforehand. Now I'm going to run a vagrant status. And as you might have learned from a previous screencast, this automatically uses the external variable to pull down some code. In this case, we have a special Docker system, which has a Docker simple app. Now this app isn't very complex or anything, but it will be a good example to show you how the integration works. You'll also notice that I have a special CentOS 7-Docker base image, which I have pre-built, and these are available for download. This is a regular Vagrant image, in this case CentOS-7, but it also has some Docker images pre-pulled into the image. This way, every time you do a Docker, uh, excuse me, every time you do a Vagrant up, the Docker images will already be there and you won't have to wait however long it takes for your internet to download those. So, we are going to start by Vagrant opening this image. Now this is all running locally on my laptop, so it's not the fastest thing in the world, but it generally goes pretty quickly, usually approximately about a minute. The first part that you see running right now is DNS getting set up. Right now, Docker will see if it has all of the base images that it needs, and immediately after that it will try and build all of the Docker apps that I've requested. In this case you can see my very simple app getting built. Try and guess what it does. And then in about a minute, the whole thing is done and built. Just to show you what happened in the app, the app got pulled down to this simple app container, and there's just really a very simple Docker file. Nothing very fancy inside. Now let's log on to that machine with vScreen. If we do a little docker ps, you'll see that there's nothing currently running. Docker images will be a little bit more interesting. You can see at the top the simple app, which just got built 43 seconds ago. And you can see the CentOS 7 and Fedora 21 images that are already part of this machine. Now I baked this about three months ago or so, and that's when 
these were pulled in and built into this base image. If you want to build your own new base image with latest builds or different Docker images, you can use my Vagrant tool to do so. So what I'm going to do in this readme that I provided with this Docker app, there are a few useful commands. So I'm going to start by running a few of them. The first is I'm actually going to run this app and run it interactively. And as you can see, it seems to be running and waiting on us. The second command I'm going to run in another terminal is a Docker command to find out what the ID of the container is. If we switch here and type docker ps, you'll see that something is running. And if we run this command, it'll actually give us the docker container ID right there, in, stored in a variable. The next command is one to pull out the IP address. So it uses that container ID that we specified and pulls out the IP address of the container. In this case, it's 172.17.0.3. This will change as you start and stop containers. Lastly, I have a very simple wget command that will read from that IP address at the port that we define in our Docker file and spit the output to standard out. Let's run it and what do we expect to see? Hello from James. If we look at our app, you'll see that this caused a log entry since it's a little simple Python, simple HTTP server. If we go and run it again, and switch back, you'll see that another log entry happened. When we're done, we can kill this app and even disconnect to get out of the machine. To do a little bit more development, if I want to change my app, I can go into this directory, change this Docker file to say something different. Let's say, and change the message to that, save this, and we can do a vagrant parsing to push the latest versions of things into our vagrant development environment. This takes about a second, and then we're going to do a VP to cause the vagrant development environment to rebuild with our changes. This also should take a few seconds. As you can see, it notices that it's changed and rebuild the container from the step that we left off at. That's great. Let's go back into our app. You'll see that nothing is running at the moment. And if we like to run the commands again, see, Docker images, Docker PS, Docker run to get the app running again. And then in another window, we're going to run through these again. Get the new container ID, the new container IP, and lastly, run the wget and see if we get something different. And we do. Great. I'm going to disconnect out once again, 
I will show you something really quickly. So in the oh my vagrant file, if for some reason we forgot to add a certain Docker image that we wanted, you can go and just add it right here. So if you wanted the Ubuntu image, you can put it here and that will add it into your base image automatically every time you boot up. Now, even though you can do this, it will take a bit of time depending on how fast your internet is. And most importantly, when you're done, you can just redestroy and blow away the entire environment and set up a brand new clean one whenever you want. I hope this was helpful for you. Thank you for listening and happy hacking.